Friday morning. It's 10 a.m. The Long Island Railroad is running by my house. Everybody wants to be on Philanthropy and Focus. Even the train is trying to be a guest on my show. It's Friday morning. It's 10 a.m. Your boy, the nonprofit sector connector, comes to you live from the top of my house. You know it. Just below the roof, right above the second floor, we are in the attic, in my attic, and that's where this show happens. You know, if you've listened into these episodes before or if you know me, you know how passionate I am about this nonprofit sector of ours. I feel that, I tell you this all the time, every second of every minute, hour, day, month, year, these organizations are making an incredible impact. The people who work in these organizations are solving the problems that our society needs solved and they're addressing the issues that we need them to address. And unfortunately, I tell you this all the time, but unfortunately, these organizations are overlooked, underfunded. A lot of the time they're underfunded, we know about that. And they're unrecognized. And I decided, it goes back almost probably three years at this point, but I decided that my answer to this challenge was philanthropy and focus. And I went around and I said, look, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. This podcast is coming. I kept saying it and, and it wasn't happening. I didn't do it. And January 8th of this year, 2021, it happened. Went live here on talk radio. Um, check us out, talkradio.nyc. Maybe you're listening in or look at it, look us up on the Facebook, Talking Alternative Broadcasting. But every Friday morning, I bring on another leader of a nonprofit organization to help them tell their story and you know, amplify their message. That's what we're all about here on Philanthropy Focus. Today's gonna to be a little different. Today's a little different in the sense that I'm friends with most of the people I bring on the show or they become my friends halfway through the show, that's for sure. But Danette and I have been friends for, I guess about four or five years now. And, and how else do I meet people but through networking and connecting and, and my friend, Brendan Levy, knows how interested I am in the sector and he and Danette met and then Danette and I, and uh, my, one of my business partners, Ed Probst and Brendan, we all had lunch uh, in Long Island City Restoria, I think it was. Shout out to Queens, right? And we all got the veal. And I, and the joke was it was the best veal in the city. And it was good veal. So I apologize if the vegans are listening in right now. But we had we all had big plates full of veal that, that day. It was delicious. But I'll try to bring it back to the message at hand here. Connecting is what it's all about. I'm the nonprofit sector connector. And... I have Danette on the show today, and I say it's a little different because a lot of the organizations that we bring on the show are serving individuals who, who need services, whereas Danette and I are really going to talk about an organization that she and I were both involved in founding this organization, the Nonprofit Resource Hub, and the, the, <clears throat> the ambition of the hub, of the Nonprofit Resource Hub, NRH, or the hub as we like to call it, is to be a service to the sector. So a few months back, I had Taina Sanin on from Nonprofit New York, formerly Nonprofit, Nonprofit Coordinating Committee, similar work, but again, serving those who serve the others, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So before we even jump into the conversation, before I even read a little bit about Danette and her background and her bio, I'd just like to say, Danette, what I say every Friday morning to my guests who meet me in the attic, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm psyched that you're here. This is a special yeah. thing, and I know you're traveling, so I appreciate you making the time and getting in a spot where we can have this conversation and really amplify the message of the Nonprofit Resource Hub. I mean, this is something that's been in your mind for a number of years. Um, when you brought this to the other 
of course, sort of say the other four of families, so to speak, but the, 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 there's five of us original founders, organizations, there's, I guess there's nine or 10 of us individuals involved. But when you brought this to us, this was something that you, you were passionate about. You knew that the sector needed a solution like the hub. And um, today we're just gonna have a, a real easy breezy conversation about your background, what, what's brought you to nonprofit, and then how the hub, how you saw the hub as being a solution for what the sector needed. So before we even jump into that, let me read a little bit for you all so you know a bit more about my friend, Danette. But Danette holds an MBA in international business from, uh, excuse me, a bachelor's in business administration and an associate's degree in computer management. She also holds certificates in leadership training from Dale Carnegie, project management, uh, a PMP designation from Project Management Academy. She, she also has, holds a degree in analyzing global trends for business and society from the Wharton School and on and on. I'll even mention one other, the governance of nonprofit organizations from the University of New York and a, and a certification in successful negotiation from essential strategies and skills from the University of Michigan. So I always try to give that background for people so they know what people what their background is, what their interest level is. When we get these degrees and our certificates, it's really about we went and got these things because it was, yes, it would be beneficial to our quote unquote clients, but it's also what we're interested in. And I think, you know, as adults, we get to make those decisions. You know, as kids, we don't get to make decisions like that. You take the courses that are put in front of you, but as adults, we get to make these different decisions. So I'll go back and forth with um, some more information about Danette and her background. But what I'd like to say is she's been working in, in the nonprofit sector since 2004, really on the finance and operations side with, with international businesses and international nonprofits, NGOs. And we'll talk more about that as we go forward. But Danette, from your perspective, if you could kind of take us back. And I always feel that there's a story how somebody got drawn to the nonprofit sector. Was there a specific story for you? Was there something, a catalyst that drew you to nonprofits? Yeah, so um, as I raised my two daughters, I've always uh, taught them to give back. And so we would always volunteer on several programs as they were growing up. We hosted children from other countries, and we did the same with those. I came from the tech sector, and I had started several uh, businesses and sold them. My last one was a wireless company that I sold in 2004. And, you know, I just really wanted to serve the, the international nonprofits at that point. And so I enjoyed it so much. So I was working with uh, International Pittsburgh, which is where I'm from. And so, uh, you know, I really just enjoyed it. Then I was um, asked to go to Delaware to help the uh, education sector. So one of the things that I found when I was hosting children from Germany and France and Spain is that they were further along. They came in as ninth graders mastering our 12th grade. So I was like, oh, I got to help do something about this. <laughs> so I did. So I, I moved to Delaware and uh, on a six-month contract and ended up spending three and a half years there trying to help nonprofits in that serve charter schools. And the nice thing about charter schools is that they're specific to a certain background. So if you are, you know, really into technology, then you can go to a school that serves technology and so on and so on. But the main one was special needs. And when I saw these 
schools that provide, uh, to, you know, education to special needs. Like they can't, some special needs children just cannot be in, in a regular school. So I really enjoyed it. And so I chaired um, a school and it was called the Delaware Met. And what it did was it helped uh, kids determine what they wanted to do when they grew up and went to school. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, you know, helped them through the application process, <clears throat> excuse me, to get the school up and running. And, uh, and that just, you know, I decided from there, you know, after I got the school up and running and helped nonprofits there, I said, okay, let's, you know, I wanted to come to New York. I've always wanted to live in New York. So I said, let's go. <laughs> and I literally picked up and moved to New York City, didn't have a client, didn't, you know, just said, you know what, if you can make it anywhere, you can make it here. And that's what I did. You know, the old saying says that, but um, actually it, it came true for me. So I've been serving the nonprofit sector as long as I've been here. I've been here now seven years. So, um, so it's been wonderful and I enjoy it. I do work with uh, international organizations, but I work with domestic also. So, <clears throat> so how, how does that, that, entrepreneurial spirit the experience in the technology space uh and again i know a lot about you since we've been friends for a while you know i know finance and operations is really paramount for what you deliver to organizations obviously i know you work in growth strategies and, and other strategies around that but talk to me a little bit about if you could from being an entrepreneur running your own businesses and how you're able to i mean numbers are numbers right so talk, talk to me about how that kind of translated to bring that 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 vibe, that entrepreneurial spark into uh, the nonprofit space, and how you've done some of that work. So, one of the things about an entrepreneur is that we think outside the box, and and that's what makes us kind of different. And and some you know executive directors and and presidents can do that, you know, and that just shows their entrepreneurial spirit. And you know, just to, you have a problem in front of you, and how do you navigate to solve it? And, and that's what I do every day, all day. And, and I really love that because it's really creative thinking. So when I go to a nonprofit, you know, they say, okay, they want to grow. Okay, well, what does that mean? Because that can mean a lot of different things. So what I do is I create a growth plan. And a growth plan is a short six, six months to a year plan. And so, and then with my PNP background, I project manage that out. And when I had my own businesses, we always had to do that. We had to project manage because when I had my wireless company, we had to, you know, project manage all of our projects out because they were all over the U.S. So the same thing here, you know, I always say like people will create strategic plans or growth plans and then just put them on a shelf. And if you don't project manage them, you know, they may not get, you know, to success. So I project managed to success. You, so it's kind of converted my entrepreneur to the nonprofit sector. Um, you know, we're all businesses at the end of the day. You know, we're all here to solve a problem. It's just nonprofits are serving special uh, projects. Yeah. You know, I, I think of a lot of organizations and obviously there's grassroots startup organizations with maybe a handful of employees and they're trying to reach their constituents and trying to drive home the value and impact that they're making. And then there's large national thousands of employees, you know, with, and then there's large NGOs. Um, 
maybe I wonder real quick before we go to a quick break. I wonder, Danette, is there a certain is there a um, hesitation when you work with nonprofit organizations? Is there a hesitation to to think in terms of project management and growth plans and strategic plans, or or is there just a hesitation with strategy? Um, it's just with strategy, and I like to work with the smaller organizations because I love to see them being small and they flourish and and we can make them larger. And so that is, you know, that's very enjoyable to sit back and watch. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah. And I, listen, I know I'm aware of, of some of the experience you have and, and some of the mergers you've done and you brought together certain NGOs and, and uh, I'd love to maybe when we come back, let's talk about that. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, taking somebody through a growth strategy, taking them, you know, project managing out what they want to do. And then some either, say I'm a suitor or, or, I, or I'm looking for, you know, somebody to, to pick us up and, uh, and what that has looked like, you know, so, so when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that and we will be talking about the nonprofit resource hub shortly. So it's Tommy D the nonprofit sector connector coming at you, you know, from the attic, the whole thing, top of the house, your boy here with Danette O'Connell, who was really came up with the concept for the nonprofit resource hub, which we'll be speaking out about shortly. See you guys in two minutes. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So come through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. That's right. 
man, cut through all the static. Join Tommy in the attic. You know, it's funny. My One of my sons and I were watching some of my videos, and this was his idea. I Yes, I'm a big Tommy D fan, but there are other big Tommy D fans. So he grabbed my phone. He goes, I want to see some of the videos. I want to see some of the shows. And and, and my kids go around singing that song, Danette. They go around the house singing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's pretty funny. It's special. And I don't know if you know this, but that's, that's and I give him a shout out pretty much every week, but that's Brendan Levy singing that song. He wrote my song. He wrote the lyrics. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Our voice. That's how we got together. Brendan put us together. So a uh, couple shout outs I have to make. Steve Fry, always checking in on Facebook, my lovely wife. Hey, kid, checking in on the Facebook. She's watching us. She doesn't always get a chance to watch us with kids stuff, but she's here. So love you, kid. All right. So did that shout outs aside, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll do 10 or 20 of those more before the, the show is over. But yeah, let's let's talk about this, because I want to know you talk. We talk a little bit project management and and how, you know, OK, a growth plan is a growth plan and a strategic plan is a strategic plan. But if it sits on the, the shelf and it's not implemented, it's nothing but paper. Right. It's nothing but ideas and concepts. So what I'd love to do to really kind of shine a light on the work you've done. And and because I, I think this all leads into what we do with the nonprofit resource hub. So if you could shine sort of a light on what what that looks like when you engage with a client, a nonprofit organization, we can pick one of these not NGOs if you want to. And sure. your story, you're, you I'll just ask questions as we go through. OK, great. So um, I'll give you an example of one of the nonprofits that I've worked with. And so when they asked me to come in and look at their finance and their operations uh, here in the U.S. and, and their uh, international sites, you know, I go in and I examine the organization to make sure that the foundation is solid. You can never grow an organization unless it has a solid foundation. So I go in and I look at the you know, uh, documents to make sure that, you know, all of their 990s are up to date and, and any certificates that they have to have. Um, and then I look at their uh, board governance, bylaws, conflict of interest, things like that. So then I look at their finances and I look, you know, how do they, if they're international, how do you send money abroad? Because that's very important to make sure that you have the paperwork that is needed to, to send money abroad. And then how is the money handled there? Especially if you have uh, a large grant like a USAID grant or uh, for this one they did. And so you just have to really make sure that all of that money is being managed properly and the right process and procedures are in place. So I first identify all of that. And then if need be, uh, I put it in a project management plan to say, okay, we have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, if there's only a few things that have to be done, I don't project manage it out. So it just, if it, if it uh, requires multiple people and multiple projects, then I will project manage out. So, uh, so at first with this organization, I did not, but then I merged this organization with another organization. And whenever you do a merger, you have to do a project management plan because there are so many moving parts and so many people invo involved whenever you do any type of a collaboration. And a collaboration could be multiple things. It could be two nonprofits just working together. They could be two nonprofits that are applying for one grant because you can have multiple nonprofits apply for one grant. Um, or it just be complement, complemented, uh, services, you know, using each other. So any, you know, if, if you have a merger going on, 
you know, the, both boards are involved, attorneys, you know, consultants, you know, there are so many moving parts. It has to be project managed out. So um, it's the, that's the easiest way to do that. And then you just take off little bites. And there's many different softwares out there, um, you know, which is one of the things that we have on the Nonprofit Resource Hub's website. So you, and, and you just put the information in there, and as soon as one task is completed, the next person, you know, uh, picks it up from there. Well, let so me you ask you about that. If I can interrupt you one second, just somebody who personally am, I'm naive or, or not well-versed in project management as a, as a duty, as mm-hmm. a thing, as a field. So can you just kind of define that? Because while, you know, while organizations may not be familiar with the term, they might be doing some of these components of what project management is. Right. And sometimes people will use Excel to project manage. And all it is is that you list all the tasks in one column. Let's just say it's Excel. And then across the top, you have all the different people who are going to help implement it. So different yeah. people might have different duties to get exactly. This. Okay. So it could be the executive director, the director of fundraising, the director of finance, HR. You know, because it all is included. Whenever you're merging, you have staff, you have programs, you have fundraising, you know, different offices that have to do different things. The board. So then you just list it across the top, and then you just say, okay, this person's going to do phase one, this person's going to do phase two, and then you know, you just put that information across the cells. So a lot of people do do it in Excel because it's a little bit easier, and everybody knows Excel. Right. You know, so. Um, I use software um, that's pretty easy to use in the nonprofit sector, um, so uh, that's easier for me. So it, it just really is what's easier for the people who are going to use it, because if it's not easy for them, then they're not going to use it, and mm-hmm. it's not going to get done. So well, sure, yeah, like anything else, you know, if you don't, yep. if it's not something, if it's not user friendly, and I can't get through it, or you know, it's just, it's just gonna. It won't get utilized. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I bought, um, and this probably would have been easy to use. I just didn't use it, but I bought like the, uh, it's probably up here in the attic with me somewhere. Uh, I bought the Rosetta Stone. Now my wife's probably laughing, but I bought the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> like I grew up like, I, I grew up and uh, took Spanish in, in uh, junior high school and high school. I, you know, and I don't speak very, I don't speak a lot of Spanish right now. Um, Truth be told, I, I grew up in the restaurant business and we used to speak a little bit of Spanish, Spanglish. We used to call it in the, you know, me and the guys in the kitchen and whatnot. But um, a lot of the words I wouldn't repeat on my podcast is some of the words. <laughs> <laughs> <Good laughs> yeah. So I had the Rosetta Stone. Like, I mean, it probably we probably had it for 20 years and I don't think I've cracked the box open. So so it, it might be easy to use. I mean, back it was like CDs, so we don't even oh, need probably just plug it. Even your CDs anymore. You probably just plug yeah. it to the website. But but you know, from that project management piece, there it's got to be something that people can utilize. You know, I, I know for for a fact from our conversations over the years that when you go into an organization, and this will lead us right into where I think we can can jump into the help the nonprofit resource hub a bit. When you go into an organization and you're looking at operations and you're looking at finance, you you see gaps, you see things that are missing. You know, it could be something as simple as um, employee benefits, which is our business, you know, Vanguard agency, we're in the benefits business, or payroll. Are they paying too much? Are they doing payroll service? Are they doing their own payroll? Should they outsource? Should they, you know, should they look at other things? Um, different vendor relationships. So 
talk to me a little bit about that because I think certainly in for-profit businesses, but maybe even more in nonprofit, things get overlooked just for the sheer fact that people have so many responsibilities and some things might not, uh, they don't get eyes on these things enough. So can you talk a little bit about some of the things you uncover, you know, and some of the opportunities that you end up being in a position to refer opportunities? Yes. So exactly what you said, when I go into an organization, I always look at the finances and where I can save money. So that's the, one of the first things. And I look at the operations where I can save money in efficiency, So, which is technology. So as you mentioned, I have degrees in, in technology. That's where I came from. So I'm always looking at, are you in the cloud so you can work anywhere? What software do you have? Is the software updated? Do you have the free software that Microsoft provides? So Microsoft gives all of their products free to nonprofits. So it's just a matter of how you access it. So if you look, if you ask your IT company, they can help you with that. So I look at the benefits. Do they have good benefits for the money that they are spending? And are they overspending? So a lot of times these nonprofits are, you know, heads down moving forward with their mission and sometimes don't look at, you know, sometimes there's a bill in there that they've been paying for years, but they don't use the product or service anymore. They just don't, you know, sometimes you just don't have the time to look into these things, but I do. So I look at payroll services, you know, what's more convenient for the, for the employees. So do they have a portal that they can go to to access their health benefits to their payroll? You know, because a lot of these nonprofits that I work with don't have an HR department. I work with smaller nonprofits. So I work from uh, with nonprofits from 1 million to 50 million, but my sweet spot's 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people don't have HR services. So I go in there. I look at all of their HR. I look at their finance. I look at their operations. Do they have process and procedures in place? How about the HR manual? Probably hasn't been looked at in years. One of the nonprofits I worked with had not even looked at it in six years. That's important because, you know, everything is changing so fast in the HR you know, world, especially like what we just went through with the pandemic. You have to make sure that's up to date. So I go through and I look at all of these things. How can I save you money? How can I save you on efficiency? And is your foundation solid in order to grow your organization? Sometimes they don't want to grow. They just bring me in just to go in and look, you know, under, as I always say, under the hood Mm -hmm. to see what is in there that, you know, I can help or fix or make more efficient or are you missing anything? You know, sometimes, you know, the organizations don't even have it. So, uh, you know, a software package or, you know, a benefit that they should, like I always bring in supplemental insurance, Mm -hmm. you know, AFLAC, you know, which is great, you know. A lot of organizations don't have that. And so I'm like, okay, let's bring it in. You know, the, the staff, it's employee based and, and employees have to pay for it, but it's a great benefit, you know, for, you know, for the employees to have. It's an extra thing. Nonprofits can't always pay their employees, you know, the way that for profits can. So every benefit that you can bring them is a, is, you know, special to them. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And, and it's, you know, we're, 
we talk about that all the time and I don't talk too much about it on the show, everybody, but in my firm, our, our profession, my business is uh, one of the partners in the Vanguard Insurance Agency, which is an employee benefits firm. And uh, we focus on the nonprofit sector. We focus on working with organizations around attracting and retaining talent. That's that's a big part of what we're talking about. And yeah, it is supplemental benefits. It's making sure that uh, we talk a lot about employer contribution strategies and how that affects um, the, the employee's experience. And we're huge on education. We're very, very focused on one-on-one education with all the employees in our employer groups at Vanguard. So we'll talk actually about Vanguard in a sec because when we come back from this quick break, we're going to dive right into the nonprofit resource hub. It's apparent that the net has, has found ways to um, really make an impact on the organizations that she works with. And that's kind of what really led us into a bit of a teaser. That's what led us into the nonprofit resource hub. We're going to take a quick two-minute break. It's your boy, Tommy D. This is Philanthropy and Focus. Danette O'Connell's in the attic with me. See you guys in two minutes. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. That is not a question. It 
definitely a statement. Maybe it's a command every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Join me in the attic, man. It's easy. It's a couple flights of stairs. And for you all, it's virtual. So you don't even have to walk up the stairs. Boys and girls. What do I say? How do I say this? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to the show. All right, so here's the deal. Danette O'Connell has over 20 years of proven track, proven track record of positioning organizations from dynamic startup through turnarounds, through mergers and accelerated growth periods. She's focused on building and managing all aspects of business transformation. And what we've been talking about so far is strategic planning, some financial planning, and she's gained a reputation through satisfied customers and growing business. Here's some of the places Danette has gone, okay? And this is through... Her involvement with nonprofits, Burundi, Cambodia, China, Kenya, Malawi, Nepal, Uganda, Ukraine, the United Kingdom, and Vietnam. It says United States, but we're in the U.S. now, so I didn't think we should say that. But here's the thing. (laughs) I just said it anyway. So I remember talking to you, and before we jump into NRH, I remember talking to you about, you're like, Tommy, I'm going to Africa, and I have to get, like, all these shots. And I was like, really? Like, you got to get all these shots just to to not get sick while you were away, right? I mean, what was that experience like? So you have to get shots to different countries. And so you do. And sometimes you do end up getting sick. I've probably had them six at least four or five times by going abroad. It's just and and what makes you ill is the water. So if you drink the water or you rinse your toothbrush or you know, sometimes it's just the food that you eat. This doesn't, you know, it's just different food that your body just says, yeah, I don't want it there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get out. Get out of my body. Yeah, exactly. I, I hear that. I hear you. So, but it's I, all worth it. The experience alone uh, to, to go and to these countries and really see how you impact their lives you know, through a nonprofit, whatever they serve, or uh, the one that I mainly did was mental health and human rights, and to see how you impact their lives and change their lives and make it better, it's it's worth any illness I've ever gotten. You know, it's not permanent. It's 24 hours. It's all good. And, you know, and the people that you help is just remarkable. You know, you see these little kids that are, you know, one, two years old and, you know, they're putting their arms up for you to take them. And it, it just melts your heart. And, you know, so, and you're helping people all over the world. It's very special work. And, and, and that's what this show is all about. It's, it's shining a light on the special work of the organizations. And so let's talk about this organization that we, we together, let me say, who's this we? Well, you got a mouse in your pocket, Tommy D? No, the we is my partner's been Vince Blasi and, uh, and Ed Probst with the Vanguard Insurance Agency. Our buddies and pals, Christine Desca, Frank Orzo, Nonprofit Sector Strategies. Uh, Ken Serini of Serini and Associates, founder of the Imagine Awards, New York City, Long Island, where Danette and I are both involved in the New York City Imagine Awards. I've done work on the Long Island Imagine Awards Committee, Vanguard is sponsored. This is our space gang. This is where we hang out, nonprofit. And can't forget uh, David Goldstein or Sir Tillman Ballin here on Long Island. David runs the uh, nonprofit governance and, and charity practice over there. His entire practice is focused on the sector, so we can always connect you with David if you're looking for a resource like that. And then the fifth of the five families, Danette O'Connell from Triumph, who's here with us today. Danette, you brought this to us. What was it in your experience that you said, you know what, there needs to be, we didn't know what it was then, but there needs to be a nonprofit resource hub. Yeah, so as you know, Tommy, we've been working for years on executive director roundtables or uh, you know, senior management roundtables uh, for nonprofits. And through that, you know, they're always asking us, 
you know, do you have this resource? Do you have that? You know, do you know how to get on the web with, you know, say, um, project management software? Or, you know, how do you get in touch with Microsoft to get free software? Like, everybody was asking us this. And so I was like, you know what? We need to create a nonprofit that nonprofits can come and get all of their resources. And, but I don't want to charge them. I don't want them to have to pay a membership fee. And, you know, no offense to the councils out there, you know, they charge and they charge them an annual fee. But if you belong to five of these, you know, that adds up for a nonprofit. So I wanted to make sure that in no shape or form would they have to pay a membership fee. And that is by design. You know, there's a lot of value in our organization, you know, just because it's free doesn't mean that there's not any value. There's tons of value. It's by design that we made it free. And, our di and that's our differentiator, is that we uh, provide free resources. So, um, and we wanted to bring job boards to them and, and platforms, uh, volunteer platforms and technology, different technology that's out there. And you know, also um, hired help. You know, so you could get a contractor, you know, we have that on our website. So, and, and not only that, white papers, like we have a lot of white papers on our website written by, uh, you know, organ, uh, for profits that serve nonprofits. Some of them are nonprofits. We have a calendar of events. So I wanted to make sure that we brought all of this and any resource that's needed and we stay in touch with our nonprofits and we ask them, what do you need? We want to hear from you. We don't want to keep making this stuff up in our head. We want to make sure that it's what you need. And so by keeping in touch with our members, uh, our partners, our nonprofit partners, because we are truly partners, um, they give us the feedback and that's how we know what, what our next benefit or resource is going to be. So being intimately involved with this organization is, is unusual for me on this particular program because I, I, you know, I sit in the meetings, I know what's going on with the hub and, and where we're going and the ambition we have. So, but I want to read something real quick. The nonprofit resource hub is a trade association whose mission is to serve, be a resource to educate and connect its members into the nonprofit community. At the same time, NRH serves the nonprofit sector as a bridge connecting nonprofit organizations to resources and to each other. So how do we do that? How, how, what is it? So I, let's, let's define a couple of things. So we have, there's really two opportunities for members, quote unquote members, to be part of an affiliation with NRH. And I'll be referring from here on out to the nonprofit resource hub as NRH for everybody. It's it. The website is nonprofitresourcehub.org, nonprofitresourcehub.org. So, Dana, talk to me about the two different categories of people involved or organizations, businesses involved with the hub. Okay, great. So, we have two different um, memberships, and it's really not memberships. So, we have one that are called the associate members, and they are for profits that serve the nonprofit sector. And we vet them. So we have one per category. And it kind of takes the guessing game out of it. So if you're looking for an accountant, let's just say, to do your 990, so or a firm to, use, to do your 990, you know, you go on to like, you know, and I hate to refer back to, but to a council's website, and there's 20 of them listed there. Well, how do you know which one's good? So what we do is we vet them. And we only have one per category so that we make sure that we have the best of the best organizations out there. And so when we're, 
you know, vetting through them. It's, it's an extensive vetting process. They have to fill out an application. We have meeting after meeting to make sure that we have the best of the best. And so it takes the complete guessing game out of it for the nonprofits. Then we also have nonprofit partners. So they, they are non-paying members. And you know that's why we don't even call them members; we call them partners because truly they're our partners. You know, we, we walk forward together with them on what do you need, how can we help you, how can we serve you? Because really, we are serving the nonprofit sector, and so we always want to hear back from them. So they are our nonprofit partners. So, so we're looking for two things, folks. So, if you're a nonprofit organization and you you need access to resources, you go to the website. Go to nonprofitresourcehub.org, or should they contact you, Danette, or for more information about the hub, or what would be the best way for a, a nonprofit partner or, on the other side, a potential associate member who does a lot of work in the sector, wants to continue adding value to the sector? What's the best way for them to get in touch with the hub? So they can go to the website. The nonprofits uh, can go to the website and just go to nonprofit, become a partner, or, um, and they fill out an application. It's a very short application. It's the organization's name, the contact information, and their summary and their logo. We take that information and we put it on our website, and we list every single one of our nonprofits on our website. If you're, if you want to become a an associate member, that there's also an application on there. If you go under contact us, if you have any questions, feel free to you know contact me. I can walk you through it. I can talk to you about you know for the associate members. Normally, normally I have a phone call with them beforehand, just to walk them through what to you know what to expect. You know the expectations for the nonprofits. Um, they can just they can also contact me, but the application is much easier and very short and sweet. And, and you can go to our website under nonprofit partners and you can see the list of all of our organizations there. That's great. So I, I think we've really provided a, an incredible opportunity and incredible service. And, you know, some of the folks that listen to my show are nonprofit leaders. So if you're not part of the hub, well, let's fix that. So reach out to me. You can always get me, you know, that Tommy D at philanthropy and focus dot com p-h-o-c-u-s focus that's how you spell it in well at least in the attic that's how you spell it and um you can reach out to danette danette what's the best way to get in touch with you if they have questions directly should they just put it out on the website you you, you can go to the website or you can contact me at d o'connell it's my first initial last name at the nonprofit resource hub.org that's d-o-c-o-n-n-e-l-l at nonprofit resource hub.org so so that's how you get to the net you know how to get me by now if you don't just google tommy d and know that i don't know if that'll work yet <laughs> maybe we'll have to work on that. uh if you google tommy d and it says he's in the attic that would be i, I, I gotta work out something with google on that because that would be fun so look um we're going to come back in about a minute or two and we're going to bring the show to a crescendo but what i want to talk about when we come back to is the net when there's a couple of different opportunities for these groups to come together. We have meet and greets. We have different educational seminars, webinars from our associate members. So when we come back, I'd like to talk about that, what those offerings look like, and then what we have upcoming on the calendar. I know there's at least one event already scheduled for, I believe, later this month. So we'll talk about that when we come back. 
Um, okay. Cool. Sounds good. All right, gang, Tommy D, we will be back in two minutes. Philanthropy in focus. See you soon. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Thank you, Uncle Brendan, for telling people to join me in the attic. Fortunately, it's just virtual because if people start showing up in the attic, it says join me in the attic. And I'm like, I'm working here. You got to get out of here. I'm in the attic, man. Thank you for doing the song for me, Brendan. Thank you for being my friend. And thank you for always laughing at my jokes, even when they're not so great. So listen, we're going to draw this show to a quick close, which happens to me. Uh, it happens every week, man. The time flies. I mean, we get all we get all anxious. We're all fired up. And then all of a sudden, we're like, um, wow, that was fast. So let's talk about where the hub kind of goes forward. You know, talk before we talk about the future, let's talk about actually what I said at the break there. I want to know what does the, what does the hub offer for people to get involved with aside from being, you know, either a partner or a member, what talk about that for me today. So we also have um, webinars and meet and greets. So our meet and greets before the pandemic were in person through the pandemic, we did them virtual, and it really allows the nonprofits to get to know other nonprofits and our associate members. But really, the purpose is, you know, it's, there's no agenda. There's, you know, it's just really what it is. It's a meet and greet. You just show up when it's in person, which in fall, we will have it in person in New York City and then one in Long Island. And it's in person, you come have a, you know, have some drinks, have some food, just talk and just, you know, get to know the other nonprofits because, you know, that could, you know, lead into a collaboration with them, you know, of, 
you know, gaining new grants or just saying, hey, you, you know, and just being aware of the other nonprofits out there so that you can, someone says, hey, I need this help. You can say, oh, I know a nonprofit that does that. You know, just really getting to know each other. And, you know, and of course, the associate members that are involved, you know, having the nonprofits get to know them. Um, our associate members also do webinars. So it's their informational to get information. I just did one on nonprofit growth and collaboration uh, with Sea Change, and you know, it's, it's just really providing the information to them. We also have a calendar out there where they can post all of their fundraising events. So if you have a fundraising event, you know, maybe you know a, a 5K run or whatever the case shall be in the summer, some fundraiser, uh, or just you know asking for volunteers, you can put that on our, our uh, website. There's also a job board. So uh, any jobs that you have coming, please you know join it. It's uh, join the hub. It's free, uh, and you can post your jobs. And uh, you do have to become a partner to be able to do some of these things. So uh, you can post a job if you're looking for volunteers for your organization. We have a platform there where you can go in and you know put what volunteer positions that you're looking for, and it has a database of people looking to volunteer. So we have so many things and we will continue to grow. Um, July of last year, you know, I really came in and just expanded the organization you know, to what it is today. And we have uh, over 110 uh, nonprofits that are involved and we have 18 uh, or 17, sorry about that, associate members. And that is including the board, uh, not including the board. So we have additional five board members as Tommy mentioned, all of the, the five founding partners, <laughs> the five founding families, rather. So yeah. um, so there's a lot of great uh, offerings that we have. So I'm going to put something out there, uh, and Danette, you and I will have to figure out how to track this, but I'm just, I'm just going to say it, and then we'll, we'll kind of pick up the pieces. So here, here's what you do, gang. If you are not a member of the Nonprofit Resource Hub yet, send me an email after you connect with Danette and connect with Nonprofit Resource Hub. So um, send me an email, Tommy D at philanthropy and focus P H O C U S that you've become a member. And from now until, uh, it is six, four 21, it's June 4th, 2021 from now until July 15th. If you become a member of a, a nonprofit partner of the nonprofit resource hub, um, I'll pick out two organizations and I'll send them a check for $250 each. So it'll be random, but it'll just come from philanthropy and focus and me based on my commitment to the sector and for the great work that I believe the hub is doing and providing. So you got to get to me. You got to let me know that you became a member. Danette and I work on it behind the scenes, but I'll pick out two randomly. I'm not going to pick them because I like them. I like you all. It's like my children. I don't like, I don't have favorites. Well, some days I do, but don't tell them that. <laughs> no, but I don't have any favorites. It'll be, a, it'll be randomized. I'm sure the internet can help us out with that. But that's it. That Two organizations will get a grant for uh, 250 from from your boy in the attic. Um, so what, I, I just really would want you to have access to the hub and see what is there. You know, it, it's not about gathering your information. It's about getting you exposed to what we're working on. You know, we do have something coming up um, later this month I started to talk about, right? Right, so we have a webinar on June 10th, and, uh, sorry. <laughs> Good, we're live, man. We're live. <laughs> live, we have people in the background. <laughs> so, um, yeah, June 10th, we have um, a technology, 
You're good. Webinar. That's all right. Uh, a technology webinar. Yep. And then we also so we have it on the first or the second and uh, fourth Tuesday of every month. We have webinars. I'm going to read it too. I have it here. If you want me to read it. Yeah. So it says, it says join JMT Consulting as we share trade secrets and feedback gathered from thousands of software implementations we've conducted with our nonprofit clients of all shapes and sizes. Shout out to JMT. They do a lot of work in the nonprofit sector and they are an associate member of the nonprofit resource hub. They'll also be talking about common denominators found in, in successful software implementation projects and tips, how you can be the best prepared for any software related changes that your organization decides to undertake. That's June 10th from 12 to one. And you can register on the hub website, nonprofitresourcehub.org. Correct. That is correct. See, we're a team. I'd high five you, but we're we could high five. Like <laughs> vertical high five. It's like team. Personal high five. Yeah. So, so Danette, real quick before we start to break up here, and and I feel like that scene in in Mary Poppins when Uncle Albert and they're dancing and I love to laugh. Ha 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 ha. I feel like it's Mary Poppins just came in and said we have to go, and the table and the chairs come down from the ceiling because that's what my show feels like when it ends because it's over. But we can always bring people back, so that's fun. So what? Aside from the hub, Triumph International Business Consulting, which is your business. We talked about strategic growth plans. We talked about project management. How does how does an organization get in touch with you personally directly if if they might need you uh, for that sort of consulting work? So my you can contact me via email, which is d o'connell at triumph t r i u m p h b c dot com. B is in boy, c is in cat dot com. That's my first initial, last name at triumphbc.com. And you'll set up an, a meeting with them and do an analysis with the organization and, and see what kind of work you might be able to, to provide to them, correct? That is correct. All right, very cool. All right, anything you want to leave us with regarding the hub or, or anything else uh, going forward? Yeah, I mean, just that, uh, you know, feel free to go on the hub website. And like we said before, it's free to join and a lot of benefits and the benefits only keep coming and so we'd love to to have you and um you know to be able to help you in any way that we can and if you need help that's not on the website feel free to just contact us and say you know what i need this and we will make sure that we get it i mean people have called me and said hey i need x y and z and it's not on our website that's fine we'll find it for you and we'll vet it Whatever you know, we bring to you, we make sure that we have vetted this, you know, that resource. Yeah, a hundred percent, and and it is sort of um, driven by what the the sec uh, the sector comes to us and tells us what they need and what they're looking for. So yeah, that's that's critically important. We're we're gonna. You know, we're we're not determined to, to we have not decided exactly where we're going to land this plane. It's really about how you guys influence us as the sector and, and what we should do. So speaking about landing a plane, I don't like to fly anymore, but that's all another story. My wife could tell you about that. The plane was shaking. <laughs> I didn't like how the plane was shaking. Anyway, let's land the plane, Tommy D. So every single Friday morning, we're here in the attic. We bring on another important ambitious leader of a nonprofit organization to tell their story about the sector. Today, it was my friend, Danette O'Connell. Thank you for being here, Danette. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and I really enjoyed our time together. I always enjoy hanging out with you. This is a good one. Yeah. Very cool. 
ladies and gentlemen, come see me next week here in the attic. That is a command. Get here. Meet me in the attic. Don't, no, but don't really show up at my house. Just come to the website. Come here. Check in with me. See who we're talking to. See which message, which mission we're amplifying that day. And let's tell, tell stories together and make this sector stronger day in and day out. Stay tuned to this talking radio day here, talkingradio.nyc. That's not what it's called, talkradio.nyc. After me, my boy, he's probably cleaning his sunglasses right now, Steve Fry. It's always Friday with him, Stephen Fry, followed by the entrepreneurial web with Jeremiah Fox and Joseph Franklin McElroy winding down this SMB nonprofit segment block, four-hour block. I will be back here next week. Excuse me. I will be back here next week, and I hope you will be here as well. If you got to get in touch with me, TommyD.NYC on the Instagram, TommyD at PhilanthropyInFocus.com. P-H-O-C-U-S, but you knew that by now. Make it a great weekend. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.